Municipals, it's Ashton and Big C here. Uh, tonight we have a, an interview upcoming with Dr. Scott Mills, uh, a sports chiropractor here in San Francisco. Um, I've, Doc's become a friend. Uh, I've actually, funnily enough, not played golf with him, but someone I, I talk to frequently and hopefully we'll be playing golf with here very soon uh, at Lincoln Park. Shout out to you, Juan. Uh, but basically, you know, Doc has a program called the Full Body Golf Fix where really trying to help golfers with kind of, I think he said, mobility, stability, activation, and strengthening. Um, and, you know, like for those of us in San Francisco, we're not, there really is no off season per se, even though the, you know, five twelve darkness would tell you otherwise. But for someone like Big C, you know, last weekend it was 38 degrees and sleeting. So knowing we're heading into the theoretical off season, we thought it was a great time to have on Doc. And, you know, you'll hear on the pod, um, I think it's time for me and Chris to do some of this, uh, some of this work, um, as well. Um, Chris, that was a, like, I found that very enlightening. How about you? Yes. It's something that I've talked about that I've needed, but I haven't really been, I haven't really been able to find the proper median of way to execute. And so, you know, what he was telling us through the episode and, and how it can help us with with certain things that both of us are achieving utilizing the same exact program but in in how it'll relate to either one of us is really really enlightening on on you know different spectrums and i think that's something that's really important and i think something that as all of us are aging you know ashton just entered the 30s and i'm halfway through my 30s um it's it's something that or for Colin Morikawa, you know, his quote last week, he's 25. He's getting super old at 25, you know. Like, I don't know what the yeah, fuck he's talking, he's talking about, about, but that's a separate conversation. With, with aging... <laughs> it's that live it's, money, you know. That, that live money's making his back a little tight. He's getting a little nervous. But <laughs> it, it's something that I think we, um, we overlook the older we get. Because when you're young... You swing freely, you you do things that you never think your body is going to deteriorate, and then you hit your 30s, and it's a brutal awakening. It, you know, it, yeah. things start popping, st- things start hurting by just getting up in the morning, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't do anything yesterday. Yeah. Like, why does my entire body yeah. feel stiff? And it's just, like Scott's going to explain in, in this... Um, episode it's you know certain things that you just need to do to maintain to be able to play this game for a long time and i think it's a really important yeah you know note for people to take and and run with yeah and also too we'll uh he'll talk about this but there's also a special promo code for our listeners uh i think it's fullbodyfix.com slash golf uh i think the code is muni 50 uh, somehow Scott's doing this for, for 20 bucks a month, which is insanely cheap. Shout out to you, Scott. Um, and for, if you put in that code, you'll get uh 50% off the first three months. So 30 bucks for the first three months to give this a try. But as a natural segue, Chris, there's two, we mentioned the word off season, two other things you want to talk about. Uh, so we're going to be changing the, the cadence of this podcast guys. Uh, we've loved this. I mean, to be clear, we're not stopping doing this. The big thing that we have both felt is this has become a bit of a slog, uh, especially for Chris, you know, becoming a dad. But it's it's not even that. I want to take accountability. You know, I think one thing that's when we started this, we had so many courses we wanted to talk about, so much so much knowledge from Big City we wanted to impart. 
but there's something about just like when you are on and it's like, okay, we're kind of, you know, Chris is going to talk about a golf course that I haven't seen and like how to make it stimulating and invigorating. And to be clear, we're still going to talk about courses that we play. Um, but we just thought that by going, uh, bi-weekly, you know, we're trying to ask ourselves, like, can we put out 26 episodes that we're really proud of a year? Yeah. And, and I think it's, frankly, it's going to be a lot less course reviews unless there's like places that y'all need to know about. You can always DM us asking about, Hey, have you played here? Please do that. We're happy to give you, you know, play here, not there, give you those insights. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to be going to, to buy, to buy weekly in the new year. And guys, if you ever need, um, you know, any course information, anything like that, Please reach out to us. I have course maps that and maps of the entire West Coast of, of places to play. We're always going to be a plethora of knowledge when it comes to actual courses and what we would recommend in different areas. And again, like Ashton said, I'm going to reiterate, we're, we're not ending course reviews. We want to give you guys the best absolute product we can possibly put out there. And like Ashley yeah. was saying, we feel like, you know, over the you know last little bit, there's been some things that we've put out that we feel aren't at the caliber that we want to offer to the listeners. So the only reason we're going bi-weekly is so we can put more time and effort into every episode to give you guys the absolute possibly best, you know, product we absolutely can and i think you're gonna really hear that in last episode with dave mayall you're gonna hear it in this episode with scott and we've got a really special one that's gonna be going off yeah no 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 spoilers spoilers, but but this one's gonna be really good coming into the new year and kind of segueing into that guys we're doing kind of what we did last year um the holidays come around it it gets a little bit more difficult for me and Ashton to be able to sit down and put in an hour to two hours to, to get a pod out. So, and all you listeners are busy doing your own thing, spending time with family, doing, doing the holiday things. So we're, we're going to be taking a break through December. Um, this will be our last pod of the year. Um, so I hope you guys love and enjoy this and I hope you get really excited for the first week of January because we're going to have a extremely good episode coming out that week that you will not want to miss. And so no. it's going to be really, really good. It's a guy that I, I have a privilege to have met in person, um, and, and had actually come through my work that I was able to fit golf clubs for, but he is an all nether entity of the, the golf landscape. And it's something that I think me and Ashton are both really excited about because it's someone we look up to in the realm of what we do with the podcast and, yeah. and our love for, for this, for this game. So I think you guys are going to be yeah. really excited for this. And, and if you want a little bit of a teaser, Chris used the word landscape. Not a landscaper, but just kind of let that boil over. But last thing, guys, again, we're headed into the off season again. That's the little theme here. And the last time we're going to plug to you guys, I'm the, the, a lot of the golf I want to play. Envision Golf. Uh, I know in Portland it's dark, it's cold, it's rainy. You want to go play some golf. You want to play on a simulator. You know, you ideally want to play on a simulator where there's rough, where there's sand, where there's a bunch of courses, where there's nice people, where there's good drinks. 
Um, and all of that is at Vision Golf. So, Chris, can you hit the people with the promo code one more time? Because, like, if this isn't a time to go try and Vision Golf, especially in the in, in the Portland Tiger area, I, I don't know what you're doing. So, promo code is in uh, is municipals. You walk in, you get a free round on your first visit. Second visit, you get twenty dollars off per hour. Um, it is a great deal. Uh, it's a wonderful facility. They have league nights on every Tuesday. They have couples nights on Friday. You know, it, it's a wonderful place to come on Saturdays and Sundays if you're a college football fan or if you're an NFL fan to come in and just be able to hit some golf balls, have some fun, but then also root for your your favorite team and get a couple drinks in you. It's a wonderful facility. The people that work there are top notch and they have a great staff of people. So stop in and envision if you're in the Pacific Northwest, specifically the Portland, the Tiger area and, and, you know, tell them the municipal sent you. And with that, it feels weird to say this on Thursday, November 10th, but we sincerely hope you guys have uh, like a wonderful holiday season. Um, we've said this before, but going an idea of gratitude, um, yeah, I can't believe it's almost been two years here. We're so thankful for all of you guys, all of our, all of your support. Um, you know, we're coming into the second year of the cookout in California. Um, the cookout 2.0 kind of taking place in, in Oregon, you know, probably some future stuff travel and just saying this is continuing to grow and we really appreciate all of I you. I also want to um, throw this out there. Much. Just a little surprise for Ashton uh, as well, but we have a couple spots left out for or left over for the cookout that are still available. So if there's any listeners that would love to play in a Ryder Cup style tournament, please DM us, you know, DM us on Municipals Golf on on Instagram and, you know, let us know if if you're in or around or can travel to SoCal. We're always loving to introduce new people to the to the landscape and to, to what we're doing outside of the podcast. So if you want to play and enjoy, you know, a fun time with some good people and meet some guys that you might play with on a regular basis, if you guys live in the same area, because there's people coming from all over to play in this. So, you know, reach out to us. We, we've got a couple spots and, you know, if we get a lot of responses, maybe we'll do a little raffle and and see uh, and pick a couple names out of a hat and do a live Instagram uh, pick for those spots. But yeah, or, or or also too, I should probably approve this before, but I can also reach out theoretically to the GM and expand it a little yep. bit. So yeah, if you want to play, uh, hit us up. But again, thank you all so much. Uh, we'll see you guys in the new year. And with that, let's have Bryson hit us one more time. How hard did you push it till I black out? Yes. Numerous times, yes. What's happening, municipals? This is Ashton uh, here with Big C and uh, with a very special guest, uh, Dr. Scott Mills, or as I just call him, uh, Doc. Uh, Doc, how's it going, man? It's going great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. Of course, we thought it was uh, we thought it was time because even though you and I both live in San Francisco, and the way I view it is, it's always golf season, right? You know, we're lucky enough we will play year round. Yeah, fuck you, uh, we are sort of headed here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, for Big C, I think on Sunday he texts me, fuck you, it's 38 and sleeting, and uh, that's not something we're familiar with. So, But heading into the offseason, you know, Doc recently kind of created a program talking about kind of strength, mobility, and I really wanted to kind of dive in so our listeners could really kind of uh, potentially, you know, jump on Doc's program and get, uh, you know, hip bombs, be more flexible. Uh, but we'll get to that first. But, Doc, you just kind of want to say hello, kind of introduce yourself, for both sure. who you are kind of as a profession, and also we can dive a little bit. We always like to have people talk about state of their golf game, what they're working on, what they're grinding on, both. Of both. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, again, thanks uh, thanks for uh, the invite. Appreciate uh, getting a chance to talk golf with a couple other sickos. Uh, yes, yeah, my name's Dr. Scott Mills. I'm a sports chiropractor here in San Francisco. Um, my background is I actually went to school for athletic training. So I worked, I was like the guy on the sidelines with the fanny pack running out onto the field when people got hurt. I did that for like um, about six years at a couple of different colleges, got a master's degree in exercise science along the way. But uh, yeah, I kind of fell in love with the chiropractic uh, profession through a buddy of mine who had gone on and done that. And uh, went back to school, got my degree, you know, met a girl and headed west. So um, I'm originally from Western New York, so I am familiar with off-season golf, <laughs> having grown up near Buffalo or Rochester, if anybody's uh, familiar with that area. Uh, long off season in that part of the world. And uh, I guess I'll blame that on why I'm still just a mediocre golfer. <laughs> Good golf. But, uh, yeah. There, Good golf. Yes. Yeah. In fact, uh, let's see. Rochester's got one of the uh, majors coming up. Is it uh, Oak Hill's got one of the, I think the U S open for the men coming up. Not too, not too long. Yeah. And I know there's like a couple Ross. I was going to say a couple other hidden Donald Rosses up in um, mm-hmm. North New York right there too. Yep. But yeah, state of the yeah. golf game, I kind of I kind of winced when you asked about that. Um, <laughs> I played some awesome well, I golf. I saw on Instagram today. Yeah. You, were, you were trying to get a feel. I saw on yeah. Instagram today. Yeah, you guys, I played, you know, some of the best golf of my life through the summer. And I, I see on our, our, our itinerary here, you were asking about Bandon. Probably, probably the peak of my golf was actually at Bandon. Got really lucky to go with the NLU guys uh, back in April. I mean, we got four just ridiculously perfect days. It was like 55 and sunny, no wind, just perfect. Played really well through the summer. Got the handicap down to 8.8, uh, 8, I think it was, which is definitely an all-time low for me. Right in time for uh, no laying up club finals where I basically couldn't find the face of the club. So, yeah, we we got back in the uh, got back in the chamber there with, with Coach uh, Byron, who I work with here in SF. And, uh, yeah, working on a new field to try to <laughs> try to patch the game back together a little bit. <laughs> It's, it's crazy. Like I've been, I've had the the, kind of the driver bugaboos for about three years and it's unbelievable how you go from like literally like, like two rounds ago, I played, uh, played Winchester country club and, um, just like the driver was so on, it felt like I was just invincible. And then I went out to Presidio, my home course, NorCal golf guys, um, Topped three drivers, uh, hit a couple snap hooks, and shot 94. Uh, and as a six handicap, that feels mm. like a especially tough scene on my home course. And similar to you, playing uh, tomorrow, and uh, it's going to be like, well, let's see. Optimistic <laughs> as always, but it's crazy how you can have that feeling and yeah. have it go away and vice versa. Crazy. But pretty amazing that you you peaked at Bandon. Like, 
that's what everyone's <laughs> sort of working for, right? Like us as just normal golfers, like yeah. you want to go and have that best golf at a place like that. So that's pretty awesome. And I think you were like, what was it rookie of the year? What was the award I got, that you got uh, on I that got trip? Most improved. And that had not that much to do with my golf game, to be completely honest. <laughs> Someone nominated me because I was basically patching together the, uh, the guys on the, on the uh, punch bowl <laughs> greens. So I guess I'll tell this funny story. So uh, I got to play actually with Tron and Cody on trails and um, <laughs> we had this punch bowl event that night and Cody's walking down uh, with a, with his putter as a cane. <laughs> I was like, kind of, you know, walked over to him. I was like, what's going on? He's like, doc, I'm hurting. I was like, Oh, lay down. Let's see what we can do. So yeah, I, I ended up working on a couple of the guys there on, on, on the green and, um, yeah, ended up walking home with the most improved award from that trip, basically for improving their games. Cody won the A flight, by the way. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I guess why don't you know? Forget the order of the rundown. Sure. Why don't we kind of start there? Why don't we start off talking a little bit about like what you do day to day, right? Because I want to talk about kind of the the golf specific program. Mm-hmm. But I think also you can also help me because I feel like. I have, like, I've never been to the chiropractor. I don't really understand, frankly, what you do. Oh, cool. I don't, like, is it, pre- is it preventative? Is it reactionary? I don't know. I just love for you to give kind of a summary yeah. uh, for day-to-day I stuff. I love that Ashton hasn't. So I grew up with scoliosis. Um, okay. So I've okay. been going to a chiropractor since I was 13 years old. Okay, and cool. And I will vouch to anybody that chiropractic is the real deal. It is probably one of the best medicines when it comes to sports and athletics and you know really getting yourself back into shape because it's incredible but i'm excited to hear doc you know explain kind of his side of things and how he relates to the golf game yeah yeah thanks for queuing that up i'll be happy to uh, stand my chosen profession and passion uh i absolutely love what i do um so happy to talk about it yeah for for me chiropractic i, I kind of boil it down like this from a musculoskeletal and biomechanical standpoint <laughs> your tissues and joints are supposed to move in a certain range of motion Uh, in certain ways and certain sequences. And throughout the course of life, we accumulate stressors, we accumulate injuries, scar tissue, bad movement faults, bad habits, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The combination of all those things tends to create often pain patterns, which is oftentimes why people would come in and see somebody like me. But a lot of times it can just be, you know, my posture isn't looking good or I don't feel like I can make a move, put a move on the ball or whatever your chosen sport might be. Um, so we see everybody from a, you know, preventative or proactive standpoint to, you know, resolving pain patterns. And then we do that with these guys. I don't know what's a podcast, but it's, I'm, I'm waving my hands because that's what chiropractic is. It's practiced by hand. We use a lot of soft tissue work in my practice. Uh, so first things first, really good functional evaluation, make sure we know what we're working on what things are restricted that we want to move better, start with the soft tissue work, get those soft tissues working better, uh, break up scar tissue adhesions, uh, whatever it might be, and then move at, move down to the joint level. And that's where people tend to, and it's kind of become in vogue now to like post adjustment or cracking videos on uh, TikTok and Instagram. But all that is, is essentially what I said about trying to improve biomechanics at the joint level. And when we do that, 
Uh, we improve soft tissue, we improve uh, joint mechanics, we improve the way the nervous system's communicating to those systems. Pain starts going away. You start moving better. You start performing better. That's awesome. And, and is there like a, is there like an at-home component as well? So is it more of like, like if I walked in there and I was like, hey, like, I feel like this might be important. Like we work together to build like a plan and it's like, you know, see you regularly, but then also like these sorts of movements or patterns or like daily stretching or, or what does that look like? Yeah. Bringing in from a holistic perspective, we want to equip people with tools and exercises and things that they can do at home to continue the care and hopefully break some of these patterns, right? I mean, especially the modern work environment, the modern work posture, forward around your shoulders, necks forward, you know, we're sitting, so our hip flexors are short, our glutes are off, like all these kind of things that are really working against us, uh, especially in the modern work environment. So we try to, you know, educate and equip our patients with ergonomic evaluation uh, and at-home work and to be honest you're kind of queuing me up for where my online moniker even came from full body fix that started because i just wanted to equip my patients this is 2012 i think with at-home exercises and i couldn't find ones that i liked on youtube so i started making them started putting them up on youtube I email them to my patients, say, do these exercises at home so that when you're supporting your care that you're getting in office. And lo and behold, people not only complied better, but they got better faster. Uh, and that's that's kind of how Full Body Fix started. That's kind of my online work, uh, both on YouTube and Instagram and uh, eventually other places. So, yeah, absolutely. We, 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 you know, my goal is not to keep people coming in forever in pain. We want to think I always kind of use the dentist analogy. You know, you do your at home flossing and brushing and taking care of your teeth. Every once in a while, you need to go in for a deep clean. That's me, but I do it on the body, on the spine, the muscles, the joints. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of our approach. Yeah, I know when I was playing um, golf competitively, I was seeing chiropractor probably twice a month. And the big thing for me where it it helped me was the at-home um, regiment that I was sent home with. And a lot of it was band work. Um, it was, yeah. you know, wall sitting and, again, posture. There was this uh, vest that I actually was given that would push my shoulders back and get me to stand yep. up straighter. That was another device that my chiropractor had me set up with. And those things are just as important as seeing a chiropractor, but it's also really important to have a chiropractor that can offer you something like that. Cause in chiropractic, there's a lot of places like the joint and it's all over mm. the area where yeah. Yeah, I can hear you right there. Like I can see that you're, yeah. So the joint is just a place where like people go in, they crack you in five different places and they send you on your way. It, there's right. no help. It, I mean, it might give you some temporary relief, but other than that, it's not creating a solution for the problem that you're bringing in. Yeah, one of the great things about chiropractic is also one of its biggest weaknesses, which is that it uh, is a platform to do a lot of different things. So I have, I have friends who are animal chiropractors, for example. Awesome, right? They love what they do. They're working on, you know, cats, dogs, horses, etc. Friends working with pediatrics, you know, kids cases. Awesome. We get, re you know, great results doing that. But unfortunately, that freedom also allows people to be really crappy at their job. Uh 
And so, yeah, not every uh, office is going to have, have the same experience. Uh, what we've tried to do is not tear others down, but, you know, try to talk about what we do really well. We've partnered with a lot of the fitness uh, professionals in the city, um, work with a lot of gyms. I actually coach part-time a couple, couple days a week at one of the local gyms, you know, make, making those connections, equipping people not only with, again, on on uh, site manual therapy, which is what we do in the office, but getting them, encouraging them to connect with a fitness professional um, to continue that work and build strength and flexibility, you know, elsewhere. And I think that's you know when I say sports chiropractor, that's what I mean. Not only am I you know a doctor, <laughs> I'm also an athlete. I love moving my body, love lifting weights, I love doing all this stuff, coaching, you know, teaching people how to move their bodies. So yeah, you're absolutely right. You're not going to get the same experience at every quote unquote chiropractic office, but it's our job to educate, you know, in our office, what we do well. Okay. I know this is going to be a meatball, but my mom is a listener and I have to ask this question Mm. because this is what's top of mind. My mom, my whole life, the, the myth, I believe myth that she told me was, you know, she never went to the chiropractor because she didn't think she had a problem. And she thought that once she went to the chiropractor, there were like, basically she felt like once you were adjusted, you would need to keep being adjusted, mm-hmm. which that's one of the reasons why, I mean, I never had a problem, knock on wood, but like, what do you say to someone like that? Who's like, Oh no, like I feel fine. Mm-hmm. You know, once I go in, I might need to keep getting adjusted or, or example, your teeth, right? Someone who's like, no, I need to go to the dentist. So my teeth are going to fall out. Mm-hmm. If somebody's sitting here saying, no, my, my spine, my joints, everything feels good. I don't need to go in. What would you say to someone like my mom and like, you know, like, Hey, like this is how this could add value. Yeah, I think it kind of goes that question, you know, actually it's a common one. I have a blog post on my website. It's actually chiropractic Mythbusters. That's like, I think that's number two or three on the list. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so there's a couple of things, uh, the way I would approach that one, if you don't want to go, don't go. <laughs> Two, uh, if you don't have pain, but you're interested in improving the way you move or being proactive and preventative about it, uh, one of the great things about chiropractic and the way we do our intake, the way we do our functional exam is we can pick out things before they become a problem. Um, And, you know, as you kind of get older, these patterns that your body and your nervous system has been able to hide and cope with and adapt to start losing that ability to adapt, then then they start becoming a problem. Um, as far as the, once you get adjusted, there's somehow some need to get adjusted more or forever. That's just, I don't know how else to say it's false, but it's just not true. So Um, I have one story, which is hilarious. So when I was diagnosed with having scoliosis, my, Mm. my uncle, um, my dad's brother, um, is a, uh, doctor and we told him about it and my dad's been going to chiropractic forever just because he was a roofer and i mean the strain that you you get in that job mm-hmm. it, it helped him out a lot so he was leaning into getting me finding me a specialist that would work with kids specializing in scoliosis cases and we told my uncle that and him as a doctor told mm-hmm. my dad that it would cause onset arthritis when I became older because they were adjusting me at such a young age. And I thought that mm-hmm. was now knowing and being an adult, I, I look back and like, that's nuts that an actual doctor in another field 
mm-hmm. you know, is stating things like that about chiropractic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of that angst and comp, uh, goes back to the competition, basically. Um, you know, for a long time, the medical facil- uh, medical world has had a bit of a monopoly on healthcare, right? Um, chiropractic's actually been around since 1895, so it's not actually that young. Uh, the biggest alternative healthcare provider uh, group out there. Um, but because of that, you're going to get some pushback, right? Because people don't want you in on their turf and, uh, taking away potential business. And because of that, there was actually a concerted effort, uh, through from about the fifties, I mean, even before that, but very concerted and organized effort, um, from the AMA to basically put out misinformation about chiropractic and create a lot of unnecessary um, angst between professions and across professions. Uh, That case was actually settled back in the 80s. It's sort of a a famous case if you're a nerd chiropractor. (laughs) But basically, it's called the Wilkes case, where uh, basically the American Medical Association was found guilty of antitrust uh, uh, propaganda. And so that's a lot of kind of the background without getting too deep into the weeds about it, about why there's kind of this traditional you know, kind of headbutting across uh, medical professions. Um, but I mean, it's just chase. It's just follow the money, basically. It's the, it's the reason why that weird stuff happens. Well, I will tell you, my uncle's in pharmaceutical research. So that tells you a lot about why he go. has his <laughs> his views <laughs> on what he's doing. Because yeah. when you have back problems and you go see, an, you know, your normal physician, they give you pain pills. Yeah. So, sure. you know, that's a... Uh, that kind of explains a lot there. Yeah. Most well, of the answers in life are kind of the, the simple ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, as a, as a natural segue, you know, again, we're going to talk about kind of banding a little bit more later. You know, I said we're heading into the off season. So we have a banding trip yeah. uh, beginning of March. So we're basically four months out and I would like to not feel like garbage on this trip. I'm Ooh. sure I will. We'll talk about it. But with that in mind, segue, tell us about the full body golf fix. Okay. What should we be doing over the next four months so we don't beat ourselves to a pulp at Bandon Dunes? Even though we will. How do we prevent how, sure. how do we use this program to help ourselves as much as possible? Yeah, full body golf fix is kind of again the natural evolution of of where I've been building toward over the last, you know, eight plus years of kind of creating online content and education. Uh, originally the full body fix actually was kind of my online rehab. I, I, I created the YouTube, you know, free version. And then I kind of had a more, you know, more premium version that I created, uh, this video series of just kind of teaching people how to mobilize and stabilize their body, basically, you know, self-care from a physical standpoint. But the more I kind of got down the rabbit hole with golf and well, frankly obsessed and addicted to it, <laughs> uh, I went on and, and I got certified in Tylus Performance Institute. So the TPI, um, done level one and level two of that. And, you know, my own personal fitness journey, you know, I did CrossFit for 10 years. I've done some competitive powerlifting actually. And that uh, sort of opened my eyes up to kind of the pros and cons of it actually how to do fitness right for golf. Because I could feel the changes in my own body when I was, you know, doing competitive powerlifting, I was very strong in a certain way that did not translate actually that well to to golf. I was, you know, feeling very stiff and not like I couldn't really put a move on, on the ball, um, despite being able to, you know, squat 400 pounds or whatever. So, uh, 
took that all that information basically long story short and cre- and started doing my own programming at home during covid so i decided you know what i'm obsessed with golf i might as well get you know more specific with my training started using some of the principles from tpi started using some stuff from my background in functional uh, fitness functional bodybuilding a little bit too um and started just doing my own programming and through COVID did all that. And as I mentioned before, got down to, you know, my best in- index, you know, felt great, you know, made it through Bandon, all five courses, no problem, no pain, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, all those workouts, I basically started, you know, putting them into both written and, and video format and uh, created full body golf fix. Uh, so it's a combination of mobility work. So you know, logical stretching, stability or activation work, which is just trying to get the nervous system firing. And then the foundation of the program is strength work because frankly, so many golfers just don't know how to move their bodies properly. Uh, don't know what to do when it comes to strength or make the mistakes, you know, that some of us have in the past, which is just doing the wrong kinds of strength. So what I've created there is, yeah, basically it's a monthly programming. It changes every month. There's 12 days. So three days a week of, you know, mobility, stability, and strength. And, uh, to get to get to and through Vanden, I'd say, you know, do my program, <laughs> you know, in, so as a new, new father and a guy that's very limited in my time, um, especially yeah. with going back to work here soon, would you recommend this is a regiment you would say that a guy that is limited in time can, can just, you were saying three days a week. Um, how long mm-hmm. would you say the sessions are each day or each time mm-hmm. that you have to do it? Is it, is it a really workable system for someone that is limited in their time and trying to still improve in their game and create that, that flexibility and mobility? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I built it to be 35 to 40 minute workouts. So they're, they're meant to be done like relatively quickly. Um, I also, I did it that way three days a week so that people who have more time and like to do other things can also do those on other days. Right. So say if you're doing strength Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but you like to ride the Peloton or you like to go, you know, for hikes or you like to go for runs or you like to power lift or whatever you like to do, you have those other days during the week to do it. Um, but absolutely just doing three days a week, especially if you're coming from doing, I mean, are you doing anything right now? Absolutely. Physical not. standpoint. Absolutely. Not. Yeah. So three days a week of this program would absolutely make a positive change in your fitness. Um, Ashton, yeah, 35 to 40 minutes uh, uh, per session is typically what they take. So it's a conversation me and Ashton have all the time because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say my game is relatively good for what I can get out of it. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, on, you know, I hit 80% of fairways. Um, You know, I averaged 26 putts around like I'm a fairly good in those. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So I am fairly good in a lot of aspects. You know, I, I hit the ball really straight. My issue is all mobility and creating, you know, the turn to be able to get distance. Like I only hit my driver 250, 260 when I'm hitting it really well. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm hitting pitching wedges. Or, or if you're on a golf trip in Vegas and you have the wrong driver and you're really stiff, it's more like 210. Yeah, yeah. I hit little so, floaties yeah. the entire time we were in. Uh, it I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. Chris and I play. Chris has, I don't know what, how, like, I'm not going to ask you how much you weigh on a podcast. Like but Chris I'm is a bigger big boy. boy the reason why I'm called Big C. <laughs> okay. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm like, like, I'm like between 165 and, and 170. And I hit it. Snowflake. 
30 <laughs> yards past Chris 40 I, I, yeah. yeah so it's just kind of crazy but like I'm kind of the opposite where like where I like my journey is a little bit different where it's like I want to be I move my body constantly so like this week for example I've done I went on like a seven mile walk I just did an hour on the Peloton like I'm yep. always moving mm-hmm. but I don't have anything that's specific for golf and also mm-hmm. too I'm not a member of a gym so I do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. with like bands mm-hmm. and I'm doing like bicep curls but Mm -hmm. like does that actually translate to like my golf game like i don't know exactly so i move my like i'd say i move my i'm like at the top percentile as far as moving my body constantly yeah but it's not targeted toward golf so it's funny we're almost like the opposite sides of the coin where chris isn't doing anything but this will help him a lot i do a lot but not focused on golf and it sounds Mm -hmm. like we could both benefit in our own specific ways (laughs) from your program yeah you can't take the words out of my mouth like it's just interesting uh having those two kind of you know dichotomies Chris, yeah. Chris's if he did if he did a focus mobility stability and strength program, his his change is going to be different than yours and at different speeds, mm-hmm. but the benefit's still there. It's just in, in different ways. Um, one thing yeah. I wanted to mention about the program too is it's actually designed to be done at home with minimal equipment. So you, you only need strength bands, one kettlebell of medium weight, and one set of dumbbells at medium weight. That's like the minimum requirements. There's obviously other things that make it go easier. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I really, you know, try to spend a lot of time thinking about what the average golfer who just needs to do something <laughs> from a, yeah. you know, strength focus standpoint, but with, you know, a little bit of mobility and stability in there too, um, what they would be most likely to do, you know, limited equipment, 35 to 40 minutes, three days a week, right? Well, that sounds doable for like, what, 90% of people who want to do it, right? You know, I've had mm-hmm. other people say, ah, you know, it's just not enough for me. Like some people are super hard, hardcore and they want, you know, five days a week and like super speed training. Like I'm not trying to add like super speed swing training to this program. That's not, that's not what I'm about. I'm about people playing better longer and a lot. Yeah. Of, and that just means moving your body better. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, I think it's good for a lot of people. It's not going to be good for everybody, and it's not meant to be. Um, but for you yeah. guys, it would be. <laughs> yeah. Well, it would be interesting. We could almost do yeah. like, uh, yeah. again, it, it's kind of like the, you know, like Chris and I are yin and yang in so many ways. Yeah. Like left-handed, right-handed, no movement, too much movement. Not enough. Like this could be an interesting experiment. Right. Like a, a full body fix municipals collab where it's like, what happens in four months sure. between Big C and Ashton and how, to, how does kind of – we change in different ways. I yeah. don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, the goal for Ashton would be to put about 15 pounds of muscle on you. And then for, uh, you think, okay, now, now I'm like a therapy session. You really think I could do that? Cause I that's mean, the thing. I don't have, I don't have any muscles. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm pretty lean. Yeah. I don't have any muscles. Maybe 15 is an overreach, but definitely 10. We don't need to give really? him any more muscle. Okay. He hits it far enough. <laughs> he just needs mobility. We don't need to give him muscle. God, yeah, I, you know, yeah. I, I got to, I got to the ghost street and I just flew the green, you know, doc has me just, I'm, I'm having to lay back with three wood yeah, because yeah. I'm just, it's, I'm, I'm just, just with the driver on, uh, nice. on the ghost tree hole. Yeah. And then, yeah, big C gets you moving a little bit better, a little more, a little wider turn, maybe a little, uh, a little more ground force, just moving your body better. And that's a lot of it is yeah. just, you think about golf and a lot of, a lot of, you know, sports, especially rotational sports is about creating a kinematic sequence is what tpi calls it right so from the ground like if you're in a swivel chair and you lift your legs up and you try to turn you can't do anything right but all in the in the golf swing it's all coming from the ground the ground up and all the way through that body all the way through the hips all the way through the arms down the shaft into the head of the golf club right 
So a lot of times, you know, it is a mobility problem. That's, that's my biggest issue. Like as for as much as I do, I still, you know, I'm fighting old injuries and, and stiffnesses from past choices. I'm trying to get more, you know, width in the swing right now, which is what Ashton was referencing on, on my Instagram post. But, uh, you know, for somebody else that might just be a sequence issue, um, maybe their left hip just doesn't turn out of the way. Um, whatever that might be, you know, we've got, we've got some strategies to fix it. And again, you know, the online program's not, not, not meant to be an all encompassing fix, quote unquote, you know, it should be working with somebody. If you're serious about golf, you should be working with somebody, whether it's a swing coach or a personal trainer, somebody that can watch you move in person. Um, maybe somebody like me, get their hands on there, break up some scar tissue adhesions, fix some, you know, bad motor patterns and, and get you playing better golf. Well, and I actually think that combining your program with the golf fix and the swing coach is probably the way to go. And that's what me and Ashton both have. Um, like yeah. I work with um, a guy named Ignacio and CERN out here in, in Oregon. And he works with uh, Brad Merrick out at Karika uh, and Karika. Yeah. I think you, I think those two things really tie together because like you said, they see your mechanics and this is actually something Ignacio has been yelling at me for months to start doing is, you know, he, he's shocked at what I can accomplish with what I have and the little mobility Mm. that I create because I find the center of the face really well. Um, It's just my turn. There's no ground force movement that I'm utilizing at all. It's just, He, he, Chris doesn't use his lower body. Nope. Yeah. Like he gets to here, he, he gets to the top, and it, it, I call him like a grizzly bear, like attacking the ball. <laughs> but it's all like it's all like arm. It's all it's like my arms. whole body. Yeah. I just my whole body comes into yeah. it, and and I. Yeah. It's crazy that I can find the center of the face every single time, and it's it, it it's is pretty nuts. crazy. But that yeah. but that ability, and kind of going back to somebody that asked the question about like. You know, was is changing uh, the body going to change the golf swing? The swing changes, but the ability to find the center of the club doesn't. I mean, that you don't lose your right. hand-eye coordination. You don't lose the feel of the club at the bottom of the ball making impact. Like, just because, you know, you've got another couple inches in your turn, it does change the timing. And it does – that new timing will change – will take repetition to – adapt to yeah. your ability to find the middle of the club is not going to change just by adding mobility or or in, in other people's cases strength or mass you know our nervous yeah. systems we don't give them enough credit they're super adaptable and in fact they love adaptation when they get stagnant when our bodies get stagnant that's when things you know just don't don't go very good so yeah adding some new yeah. stimulus allowing the body to adapt is actually a, is really beneficial that's like that's a basic training principle for for fitness yeah. And to your point, uh, doc, the other thing too, is like thinking also too about previous stuff. Like the other thing about Chris is like what Chris two years ago, Chris tore his hamstring. Mm. And so like, that's been a part of it too. So I'm sure, you know, if Chris is seeing someone in Salem, like that's got to, like, I don't, I'm not a rocket scientist. That's got to factor into like mobility when you, t- and he tore, he tore his hamstring playing golf. Yeah. Like yeah. I was actually so, at Hiddenbrook. And he didn't take any time off. Yeah, I was at Hiddenbrook <laughs> and I was playing by myself. It was a rainy day had a ball sitting on a slope like this, um, which is at my feet were below, below the ball. And I took a big hybrid whiff at it and my foot slipped from underneath me and I felt a pop and I couldn't stand up. I couldn't move. It was excruciating. And I actually had to like drag myself in the mud to get to my golf cart. I 
drove the golf cart to my car and just like flopped myself into my car and left the cart in the parking lot and just called the pro shop on my way home and told him like, hey, I, I did something. Your golf cart's in the parking lot. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. And yeah, yeah, I I didn't rehab it the proper way I was supposed to. Um, I, you know, I got on the course question. way quicker yeah. than I, than I should have. And the issue was my brain then was creating issues with allowing me to utilize my legs to be able to create the force. Yeah. And so that's yep. what I never had an over the top prior to this, um, yep. this injury. Yeah. Like I actually hit the ball pretty far and I had like a good, like really good game in this dropped me dramatically i went from Mm. a three handicap down to a 12 when i came back to golf Mm -hmm. and i mean it was a full rebuild and then i just created these tendencies to be able to band-aid a golf swing together to be able to get Mm -hmm. back down to a seven yeah well it sounds like we need uh, i mean like again it sounds good like to be clear this is not a paid promotion but it's not i mean it, i mean th- this sounds like exactly what we both need for again very different reasons which is kind of exciting to think about how yeah you know, if we have you on you know in three months like how how would we what would kind of the things we both kind of feel in our own body yeah i mean i would hope in three months you just both kind of learn how to move your bodies better and then add a little yeah. bit of strength and mobility i mean it's really again not rocket science um if you're consistent with these things your body adapts quickly um the way i have you know the structure of the program basically there's a leg day there's an upper body day and then there's what i call accessory or golf specific day uh, where we do a lot of rotational stability and some other strength work um that's a little more dynamic some jumping some plyos some things like that um, yeah. But ultimately, what I want to teach people, and especially go- obviously golfers in this case, is is just make them uh, more body aware. How do we hip hinge properly? How do we find a squat depth that is suitable for our bodies? Uh, how do we rotate hmm. bilaterally so that we're not creating a bunch of asymmetries? How do we move our joints hmm. in ways that are healthy? And that's all... S- it's sneakily put into the program so you don't even realize necessarily yeah. realize it uh you're just like oh that was a great workout and i was like meanwhile you're doing you know unilateral single arm kettlebell raises which like stack your shoulder in a certain way and make you move your you know stabilize your opposite core in a way that actually really translates you know well to life and golf <laughs> yeah um, I, yeah i wanted to go back to your hamstring real quick though yeah yeah, I have one more. I have a question after that, too. Okay, go ahead. I, will, I have it written down, though, because I want to talk about okay, that before so we go. One thing I had a question about, and yeah. it's really big in golf training right now, is mm. speed training. So mm-hmm. utilizing speed sticks or the stack system, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's a million of them out there. Integrating that into kind of a system of what you have, what do you, what are your thoughts on speed training? Do you see benefit in it, or would would you, with just your regimen and you know daily cardio and outside workout, would that improve it without even needing to do speed training? Yeah, a couple of thoughts on that. One is. I think it really depends on your goals. So if you want to hit the ball farther, you need more speed, period. Uh, my 
program is not a speed specific program. And that wasn't really, it's more general physical preparedness. I want people to move better so they can play longer. Um, but there is some speed and strength integrated into it so that you will pick up. I, I picked up 10 yards just doing my own programming for about a year. Um, so I guess that's one N equals one, but <laughs> if you're moving better, you have better, you're going to, you're going to pick up some speed naturally. Right. That being said, if someone's goal was to hit bombs and you know, every stat from all the tour stats from all the amateur stats says, further you hit the ball, the lower your handicap is going to be right. That's just the way the game is. I would say adding a system like uh, stack or you know, the speed sticks or the swing wing or whatever, you know, whatever it is that you like um, would be more of an accessory add on than really the focus of my program. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's just me kind of the doctor side of it. Seeing people chasing speed uh, doesn't always end up great for the body. Truthfully. Uh, especially if that's the main goal of someone's program and it's not well-rounded, you know, you got the guys in the pros using, um, professionals to add these in smart ways. Um, well, Bryson aside, um, (laughs) uh, you know, there's, there's a reason that, uh, guys like, uh, you know, Joey D and, um, you know, Dr. Troy down in Dallas who works with Spe- uh, Spieth and Scotty and Chris Ryan Palmer and, and all those guys. guys. Yeah, Colby Wayne with the stable and Lexi and JT. Like all these pros, like they're not dumb. Like they know, they know the, the deal, right? Ball farther, shoot, you know, have a shorter wedge in, and make more birdies, make more money. But, my- but for us, for amateurs, that's, I mean, I don't know about you, but that's not my goal. My goal is to play better longer. Like I I love this game. I want to be able to play it. I want to be able to play band and, and go home to my job and not feel broken. Um, Yeah. Yeah. My, my big thing too, with the speed programs are you, you can't get what you want out of them. If you don't have mobility and flexibility, because if you're creating little quarter and half swings, because you can't get a full rotation and turn, it's almost pointless to do it because you're, you're not getting out of it what they're technically made to do. Agree. Yeah. They're going to be more effective if you're moving efficiently. Yeah. Bottom line for sure. Yeah. So integrating with something like your program, I think is the absolute way to go. Cause I've been utilizing them for a couple months now and I've definitely seen marginal improvements with it. But again, because of my mobility issues, I'm only going yeah, right. to max myself out to a certain level with doing that sort of thing only. And it mm-hmm. it's something that I just, because I work in a, you know, studio that I have access to a hitting bay, I can step in with my speed six and just do my regiment and, and pop out. But integrating mm-hmm. something like this right before I go to work, doing speed sticks at work would i i'm sure and i know i would see a drastic improvement in a much quicker time frame than i would just Mm -hmm. trying to like whip in 15 minutes of speed sticks a day and taking it back full circle kind of the beginning of the conversation was you guys asking about you know my profession what i do 
in the office and this is kind of and, and and the way tpi really envisioned everything which is to have you know your swing coach have your fitness professional have your you know body worker whatever you want to call them recovery specialist manual therapist and those three things kind of coming all together which takes me back to your hamstring which is that if you didn't have if if you haven't fully rehabbed that for example in your case this injury which has created scar tissue in that soft tissue, we need to get in there, break that up so the movement pattern restores, but also so that you don't have what's called a neurotag, which is your brain telling your body not to go through that movement pattern that's that still feels dangerous, even though it's healing. So taking all those things together, you know, we work on that manual therapy, get the hamstring moving better. We remove the interference to the nervous system so the motor pattern is moving better, add in that fitness mobility component, and then your swing coach says, oh, hey man, you're moving your body so much better. Hey, we can get into this position a lot easier. I can get you in this position even. Oh, you can actually laterally flex to the right. That's cool. <laughs> let's, let's get you in this better position and working all those three things together. I mean, if you, again, and this is, you know, golf nerd them, but I mean, this is what the podcast is. Um, that's the ultimate thing is, is getting those three things moving in, in harmony. Beautiful. Thanks. Well, Scott, so pe- so people can find it. Um, where can people find the full body golf fix? And if you want to share anything about pricing or anything, just so people can throw like, huh, that's interesting. Like just tell people where they can find it. Yeah. Thanks again for <laughs> letting me uh, come on and talk about the program. Uh, fullbodyfix.com forward slash golf. We'll take you to the sales page and kind of watch a video of me talking about it. Look at the pricing. The way it is, it's it's a monthly subscription, so it's twenty dollars a month uh, to get you know fresh programming every month. Try to keep it affordable. There's an annual That's op- super reasonable. Yeah, that yeah. is not what I expected you to say. Yeah, no, and there's an annual option which makes it even cheaper. And for this podcast, I created a special coupon oh, wow. code. Let's go! <laughs> so I'm even. Oh yeah! I'm going to literally take away all barrier to entry here. Anybody can afford this. So Muni fifty M U N I five zero half off first three months so 10 bucks a month for the first three months um, so that that. So you're telling us for 30 bucks chris and i can go to bit we can we can feel amazing about this goal no excuse literally taking away the barrier to entry <laughs> as much as i can doc you took my money i'm signing up tonight so. yeah. okay good oh yeah. yeah you're gonna you're gonna be feed, you're gonna be feeding the baby moving your hip laterally yeah, chris well, she's gonna be amazing. doing it with me i'll just put her out there with me and and we'll we'll get it in together <laughs> So yeah, full, I appreciate that. Yeah, fullbodyfix.com for such golf. And if you can follow me on Instagram at fullbodyfix. I'm super active on there. Answer DMs um, as long as they're nice. And, uh, and I'm putting yeah. on 10 pounds, baby. I, I'm saying it right now. I'm putting it into the universe. I'm putting 10 pounds on. You'd be so I'm dangerous, excited. man. We're going to get you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, before we get you out of here, Doc, a couple like just kind of like one golf, one non-golf. Cool. So, uh, was that your first experience abandoned when you were knowing up guys? It was. Yeah, first first one. Yeah, just just would love for you to talk about. It. Obviously, like everyone wants to rate the courses, but also too, I mean, obviously, we're going to try to put in the work to make it a great experience. But mm. any tips and tricks? Because again, I've ha- obviously everyone loves it, but I've definitely heard people who are on day three are like. 
about to jump off, you know, their bodies are just broken or whatever. Yep. Like they forget, they forget socks. Whatever you can share with us to make it a wonderful experience Amazing. would be awesome. Lots of socks, lots of shoe changes between courses. That's a big one. The the turf there, if you're not used to super firm turf, I cannot believe how sore my calves were from walking around on that stuff. Uh, I was talking to my roommate who had been there before, and I was like, "Dude, why are my calves sore?" <laughs> um, but yeah, turf super firm. Um, so number one tip. Yeah, socks and shoe changes as much as you can between uh, courses. Number two, take a caddy if it's your first time, especially. Um, man, my guy, my guy Zach saved me a zillion strokes out there. Um, so yeah, I would highly recommend if you can afford it, uh, add the caddy. Um, another tip is take some time at the end of each day to do 15 minutes of some, what I call hotel flow. So I got, I got a video on that. I can <laughs> send you guys or whatever, but basically it's just, you know, moving your body a little bit at the end of the day to kind of flush some of that lactic acid out to, to, uh, feel a little better the next day. Um, hydrate a lot. You don't realize it cause it's usually cool there, but um, you can get really get it sucked out of you and that will make you feel worse, makes you sleep worse, which will, which will hurt your recovery. So, so lots of hydration. I mean, the thing that nobody wants to hear, which is like, don't, don't drink a lot of booze, <laughs> uh, super fun recommendation there that no one's going to pay attention to. Um, uh, but yeah, that's one. And then kind of like non, just like recovery related, I thought doing, so we got there midday and did preserve first. And I just think that's like, it's just the best. Just, just if you can get there, have a half a day, hit some balls, like properly stretch, warm up, hit some balls and go play preserve. Not only is it like the best, um, short course I've ever been on. It's a, it's a great way to kind of just get the body moving before, presumably just going 36 the next couple days. Also, if you can have a day in the middle where you don't do 36, that's also great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I was laughing on mute over here because, um, we, some of our friends, uh, like who are, are sort of local came down and they just started, I, we didn't even ask them, but we we're on the punch bowl and they just kept handing us what turned out to be double transfusions. Yeah. We only had one day, so we played preserve, did that, and then the next day we had, you know, my first time abandoned. We we're playing abandoned in the morning, shape in the afternoon, and I woke up and my whoop recovery score was one percent. I didn't know where my wallet was. Turns out it was in my backpack the whole time. I was too responsible when I came back drunk. Amazing. Um, but I definitely had a lot of moments where I was like, This is amazing, but like what 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 am I doing? And so I'm going into the perspective of I'm gonna have a little cold, cold beer at the end to kind of commemorate, yeah. but not going to be hammering the double transfusions because it, uh, I, it, it's, it's, head, I, it, not, one abandon was a tough yeah. scene. <laughs> you know, you have to decide what you want out of any golf trip, right? I was in, I got really lucky, Very true. lucky and was in Ireland actually this past, um, summer. The weather was so bad. What the year for you, Doc? Uh, it was, what the, it was what a, a year for you? The, probably the best. <laughs> definitely not to be top tier. <laughs> honestly, the weather was so bad. You know, I kind of had to make that you know choice at some point. Whether it's like, is it whiskey ginger season, or is it like trying to grind in you know thirty five mile an hour winds for a good score? I'm like, I, you know, 
pass the whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but at Bandon, you know, it was so nice and the crew was so cool. Like, I'm just not going to stay out, you know, till midnight, you know, getting hammered. Just yeah. not what I wanted to do. But, you know, teach their own. Yeah. So what's your course ranking? I know it's always controversial, yeah, but do, I'm do like you have a, a favorite? I'm a 1A, 1B guy. I, I really like trails. I just, there's something about the vibes there. Now I know, so that we had a good crew from the pack Northwest too. And they were just kind of like, they're used to like, you know, the, the, the pine trees and, but there, there's just something about trails that really got me. It was a hmm. spiritual experience back there. Um, Bandon OG, just, it's just so fun. It's um, really good. Old Mac for three for me. Uh, love the template holes, the ode to CB McDonald's, the whole thing. It's just great out there. That kind of walk as you get up on, on by the, uh, the uh, snack shack, and you're just like, wow, <laughs> it's just awesome out there. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Pack Dunes, it's just, it's such a great course. I'm not like, not going to technically like fault the course for being a doke ass kicker. Um, I think I actually came back from Ireland with more appreciation for back dunes. When I left band in there, I actually kind of hated it. <laughs> I just thought, just cause it, is it too hard? That's kind of what I heard. It's like, it's hard. It's just like a little bit. There's like a couple too many middle fingers there for me. Um, <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> but then I played Bally Bunyan, uh, which has a back-to-back par three like Pac Dunes does and has like a stretch where you don't have a par four for a while in the middle and huge dunes everywhere. And I kind of was like, yeah. ah, frick, Doak actually did a good job, you know? Yeah. Um, and then Sheep, I, Sheep was my last uh, round and I could, couldn't put a move on the ball. <laughs> I just... You know, it's tired as much as all i talked about the recovery stuff you know at some point yeah. the body you know is what it is i'm, I'm also 44 not uh in my <laughs> youth anymore still uh still feel felt good but just you know you kind of got to that point where you're just like man i can't put a move on the ball so yeah cheap i had last slash would love to play again yeah i think that's and what me and ashton always say is we try not to skew how we like a course based on how we played play. and yeah. it, it's, it's so, so difficult because if you're just miserable out there and you feel like your game isn't mm-hmm. going or the weather isn't great whatever the factors are mm-hmm. it's so hard to wrap your head around how good or bad or however you want to feel about that course agree and i yeah. Yeah. No notes. Yeah, I really Correct. loved. It. You know, I really loved it. I, again, I need to get out there, and I've played it twice now. Um, I played it the opening week. Um, we were actually moving to the Bay Area, and my wife's super awesome. She's like, if you can get a tea time out there, we'll we'll stop at Bandon, stay the night, and then finish the drive down in the U-Haul. So we literally pulled into Bandon in the U-Haul. Um, and I played sheep. You're such a psych- yeah, psycho. Yeah, played sheep, and then we spent the night in Peace Bay, and then drove down the rest of the way. But yeah, I I absolutely love sheep, but it in my mind doesn't really hold up to a lot of the other courses that are out there. I personally have only played four of the courses, 
So, you know, I can't okay. rank all of them, but for in my mind, I mean, the other courses and what you get out of it, sheep kind of just feels like they were like, ah, we've got this land. Let's just figure yeah. it out out here. And, you know, it's just because they have all that coastline and those holes are beautiful. There's stretches where you're just kind of like looking around and it, it's a little nondescript, a little. I don't want to say too open for somebody who has a big right miss. No. But, like, it's almost too open and I don't want to say flat either, but it's kind of, like, too flat. I don't know. I, I hate to knock it. It's just it's an amazing piece of property when you're out kind of on that yeah. coastline. And that little kind of infinity loop down on the far uh, south end is really cool. Yeah. Um, the Volcano Par 5, what, is it number 12? Like, they said yeah. that might have been eight. That could have been 18. Like, that's, like, yeah. maybe was well, it's, it's one of the best holes on property. Can't say that. Uh, but if that's one of the best golf holes I've ever played, I love that yeah. hole. Yeah, some some really standout holes, and then a few where I, if you had said the number, I, I wouldn't remember them. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And well, Doc, we're awesome, here, Chris, Chris, <laughs> Yeah, we, I, again, the, the the full blown experience would be great. Unfortunately, Chris can't come this time, but we're going to be doing. Um, I mean, we're going to be going hey, again. Anybody so. that wants to just meet for a couple days. I'm only I'm only four hours away, that's, so you know it's it's easy for me to pop in there. So anybody listening that's headed to Bandon and wants to just needs a needs a guy to be in the group, just let me know. It's not a not a bad little stretch for me to get out there, and we we also need to get out there and see Andre, the owner of Coos. It's been way too long for us checking in yeah. with him. Yeah, everyone's gonna be on band and just like, have you seen Chris's like after Doc like handled Chris's hamstring? Do you see the difference? It's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. So Doc, before we get you out here, this is we're, this we're gonna call this like mega dork corner. Yes. You and I are both absolutely vibing watching Andor, the new Star Wars show. Like, oh yeah, just like oh baby. I mean, I guess spoilers. If you guys are are you guys are with us? Fifty three minutes in. Yeah, congratulations. But like, we what, might spoil. What, what are you loving about Andor right now? Because it's incredible. It's like a oh, like forget Star Wars. It's one of yeah. the best TV shows ever watched. Well, so let me just say first, I watched the first two episodes and texted a buddy who's a who's a nerd and was like, "Man, this is like I think I used the word sloggy, muddled mess." I at a, told at a glacial pace. Like I actually really did not like the first two episodes, but they were setting you up for something, and now having gone through 10 episodes, I see by episode five, I think I tested him back. I was like, I changed my mind. This is the best thing on TV right now. (laughs) So what I like about it is the nuance, the backstory behind the building of a rebellion. Um, The acting is incredible. The writing is maybe some of the best I think I've ever seen. Um, and episode 10 is, I mean, like a flawless episode of television. I don't know how spoiler you want to get, but it's just so freaking good. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I think the big, like the big thing is, and again, I'm someone who I have Kylo Ren tattooed on my left calf. So like I'm in, but you know, what you realize about star Wars is first of all, being primarily historically a movie medium is you only get so much time with these characters and a lot of it, because it's, you know, you only have two hours is a lot of like, what I've heard described as like, you know, space Jesus with laser swords, which like, that's what it is. (laughs) Right. And that's fucking, fucking awesome. We love it. But I think what's so fun about these TV shows, especially Andor is like, 
it doesn't feel like Star Wars in a good way. It yes. actually feels like it's so human. Um, and no, we can talk spoilers. Like like that that speech that Luthen gives at the end, where it's like ridiculous. it's like what the guys like the guys like what have you done for the rebellion? Yeah. He gives the, Chris this amazing speech where he's basically like, I like people will never know my name. Like people, like I, I will never have love. I will never have joy. I will never have happiness. Like I was like sitting here like. Oh my god! Like like Liz was like like she's like what's going on? I was yeah. like no no go away! Like I, I'm like this is like this is the closest thing I have to like a spiritual experience and something about he said I something like, like I burned my mind into a sunless scape yeah for a world I'll never see or something. It's just like the the yeah I, I got to go back and watch it and I'm fresh off yeah. of it. But yeah, well, well, and then the thing I heard on another podcast that was that was captivating was all the people we know from the rebellion, especially from the movies. We get to see them win, right? Mm. And when Luthen dies, we don't know when that's going to happen. But, like, he'll never know what this... He'll, he was one of the dominoes that started, but he'll never know what ultimately happens. And I think that, like, is such a real moment around mm-hmm. the things in our life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the decisions that you make. Imagine someone being like, hey, you made that decision and you don't know. You're, when you die, you're not going to know. If, if that thing you said in motion yeah. made a difference, yeah. and that's like that—that's like a human. Forget Star Wars, forget anything. And that's like a, uh, yeah, <laughs> like a, like a. It, it kind of makes you like pause, and it's like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah, they're exploring a lot of deep elements of life, and especially in this. I'm not going to go political, but in this, we'll just say in this political climate that we all kind of feel the stress that we're in. Um, yeah. They're exploring these issues, and it happens to be in a Star Wars universe, but that's just a vehicle for telling some really, right. really great nuanced stories. I think we should stop. Yeah. Chris is about to f- fall asleep on I was us. Say, Chris, Chris what, do you, what do you think? What do you think, Chris? What do you think about this? I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to tune in, uh, no matter how much you try to try to convince me there. It's, I, I have watched all the movies. Um, it's never really like caught my attention fully. It just, I don't know what it is yeah. about. I'm, I've never been a big sci-fi guy anyways. So mm-hmm. it's just never really been in my realm of things that that I personally, you know, would like. But, hey, I mean, there are some people out there. And, and the crazy thing with Star Wars is I remember when I was younger, you would go to Barnes & Noble or anything like that. And the amount of different side story books that yeah. are written in the star Wars, like median or the, the world of, of this, you know, entity. It's like, they could go on forever. Like there's a million different ways. Like they've already done what the, Delor- well, that's the TV shows. It- that's the amazing thing they're doing. That's- they're, they're basically taking yeah. those books, making them TV shows and they're not going to stop because they're printing yeah. cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it, people are always going to tune in. And as long as it's a good product, like you guys are saying, cause I know you love the Mandalorian as well. So, Absolutely. you know, I, they're just going to keep pumping them out and there's a million different characters for them to be able to run with. Yeah. So, well, and the way they're diving yeah. into the nuance of this, sort of the early stages of the rebellion i just yeah i mean you could do a whole you could do two more seasons of another character in the same way told you know from a different perspective it's well the thing too is i remember the video game for n64 
Um, I don't know. I forget. Knights of the Old Republic? I think that's what it was called. Um, that was like the OG that Star had a Wars. Great that was like RPG line. To it. I mean, they could even make a yeah. movie or a TV series just out of that video yeah. game storyline as well. I th- well, I think they are. I think there's going to be a Knights of the Old Republic TV yeah, show. So, That'd be amazing. I mean, he, yeah. they've gone a million different mediums and ends. they've all been really good. Like, I'm not even a Star Wars fan, but I owned that game and played it because it was so good. Yeah. And they've continued yeah. to put out good mediums. And I think for you guys being fans, you probably were a little scared when Disney purchased it because you don't know oh, what bet, Disney, yes. how Disney's going to, like, what they've done with Marvel. They've fucking just, like, put out bullshit left and right with Marvel <laughs> and kind of saturated. Yeah, Marvel doesn't do it for yeah, me. Yeah, like, it yeah. saturated the market with what Marvel was, and the storylines are so much deeper than how they've portrayed it. Because I'm, I'm a Marvel guy. I was a comic book kid. And so seeing what Disney's done with it, I've been furious. Like, it, they have not... There's only been a few ones out there. Like, Doctor Strange was a really good one. Um, you know, the the original Black Panther, I'm a little scared with the second one because, of course, we the main character died. <laughs> so, you know, he's, he's no longer Chad with us. Um, yeah. And... So I'm a little scared with how that one's going to go, but they've put some good ones out there, but it hasn't been what they've done with the Star Wars um, series, which I'm sure you guys are pretty proud with how that's turned out with Disney owning it. Yeah. I mean, there, there's been some duds. Like, I thought, like, there were moments of Obi-Wan that were good. Obi-Wan was very... Uh, mm. But again, the thing is, I just feel... Sounds cheesy, I know. I just feel so lucky to live in a time where, like... We're going to have recurring Star Wars content, right? The fact that, like, Doc and I can play golf and be like, oh, my God. Well, right now, it's like I was telling Liz, Wednesday nights, I've got tourists off Scandinavia, fr- fr- fried egg, like, playing in the sand, sand hill shit, yeah. and, 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 and Star Wars. And she's like, I love you. You are such a fucking dork. Like, you're watching grown men go on a, a vacation, grown men play around in the sand, and then space prison. <laughs> And I'm like just fucking running around the house. I love that. So uh, hey, but but that's that that's what we do. Okay, Doc, one more time, hit the people sure. with the link and the promo code. We'll get out of here. Yeah. Again, thanks guys for having me on. Been a blast chopping it up with you. Uh, fullbodyfix.com forward slash golf, or you can uh, DM me on uh, Instagram at fullbodyfix. Code is Muni fifty M U N I five zero for half off your first three months. Ten bucks a month. Come on over, join the fun. We got a bunch of guys in there and gals getting stronger, moving better, playing longer. Beautiful, Doc. Thanks so much for coming Appreciate on. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.